0: Amen. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce tonight's guest speaker. Actually, move this forward some. Um, as, I, as I shared with you earlier, we have pastors Christian and Aaron Lee that are in town from Seoul, Korea. And uh, they flew in this afternoon from Los Angeles. They flew to Seoul on Monday. I mean, they flew to Los Angeles on Monday, hung out with some friends down there. Every year they're going to come and spend time with us, just as my wife and I go there and spend time with them in their congregation. Uh, We have a lifelong relationship. Okay. Uh, So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Pastor Aaron Lee, who's got a powerful word from the Lord for us tonight.
1: to be here tonight. Uh, If you guys don't know me, I'm Pastor Aaron. I pastor a church with my husband in Seoul, Korea. And uh, I was here uh, about in June. I don't know how many months ago that was, but I was here in June, uh, part of an intern swap, myself, uh, Lisa, and Pastor Marcus. We were here for three weeks. And uh, man, can I just tell you that we have an an amazing lineage. Mm -hmm. And what those three weeks for us? We came in knowing we came in knowing that we would be transformed and that we would be blessed, but I don't think we really understood how much was going to happen in those wow. three weeks. And uh, Lisa, she's the missions director of our uh, ministry, and she she got completely transformed in that oh, trip. And, uh, and Pastor Marcus, he just hit brand new levels of just authority and anointing wow. in Amen. his preaching and his ministry. Amen. And, you know, our time with Pastor Benjamin and Pastor Sonny was incredible. But I really believe that God manifested his glory, not just through Pastor Benjamin and Pastor Sonny, but through the whole house.
2: Amen.
1: And it says in the Word that the sons reveal the Father. Yeah. And the sonship here in this house, you guys revealed the Father's love well to us. Yeah from the hospitality to just having fellowship with each of you uh, really ministered to us and catapulted us to new levels and we're just so thankful and so I just want to start off just thanking you guys and bringing back a a lot of praise reports for us personally as leaders of our church we were so ministered to during our time and uh, we're really excited about future intern swaps and uh, you know we're gonna send more of our leaders to come and to be transformed um, by this house and we're just so thankful Um, I want you guys to, oh, amen. Thank you for that. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. I want you guys to turn with me to Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5, and we're going to look at verses 12 to 16. And I'll just read um, from you guys can read along with me. that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Amen. Amen. You know, when we hear the word resistance, what's our natural reaction to that? When I think about resistance, when I think about opposition, opposition, I honestly don't get that excited about it. It's not like, oh, yay, it's resistance time, or yay, opposition, I'm so excited. Naturally, our flesh, when we think about resistance, really our initial response is wanting to kind of run away, wanting to avoid resistance, wanting to avoid opposition. Not many of us enjoy it. And when we think about what resistance produces, we often think if we have a destination and we're faced with resistance, we think, Okay, it's going to slow us down. Resistance is, is designed to slow you down. You know when, uh, not when, I don't arm wrestle, but if I were to arm wrestle, I know you're surprised because, no, but if I were to arm wrestle and I'm trying to put force on someone else's arm and I'm trying to win, I'm going to come against a lot of resistance. And my intention, my destination may be to hit the table with my arm, but I'm thinking I already know in my mind it's going to be slow. Why? Because yeah. I'm faced with resistance. Yeah, that's it. This is going to slow me down. But, you know, we think, okay, resistance, it might slow you down, but you know what? We're so strong, we're going to overcome And not only through resistance, we're going to get stronger in the process. You build up your muscles. You build up your character. You get strengthened in the Lord when you face opposition. Amen? Amen. And so we're called to embrace resistance because it produces such fruit. But I, although that's amazing, I think that there is a hidden power when it comes to resistance. In fact, resistance isn't, designed to slow you down and have you overcome, but I believe that resistance is designed to actually speed you. It's designed to actually get you to your destination faster. Now stay with me. When you arm wrestle, it might slow you down, but I don't know if you guys ever sailed before. Uh, When I had graduated high school, I went on a sailing trip. So random, I know. And um, I went on a sailing trip. It was a free kind of sponsored sailing trip with, uh, with Girl Scouts. I wasn't even a girl, again, I don't even know how that happened. All I know, I was on this free trip, and we were sailing to the Key West. Favor. Favor from the Lord. And we spend most of our days just snorkeling, and I don't know what we did, but we're supposed to learn about sailing. I really don't remember much from that time. (laughs) But when you actually study sailing, there's something so incredible. The physics that are involved with sailing, they say that when you sail against the wind, if you position certain things the right way, if you sail against the opposition of the wind, you can actually go faster than the wind coming against you in the opposite direction. You can actually go faster. Now that kind of messes with our mind because we think resistance slows you down. Resistance slows you down. Resistance slows you down. down. But I think that there's a hidden power to resistance that's designed to speed it up to speed our destinies up. Speed it up so that we can actually go to our destiny faster. Now the thing is, there's only certain sailboats, only certain structures that are capable of doing that. But what if I told you that we were designed? Yeah.
2: Amen.
1: We were created. Yeah. Not just yeah. to overcome resistance, yeah. but able to harness resistance in a way that can get us to go faster. Hallelujah. Yeah the way that our sails are positioned, the way that our rudder is positioned, the way that our boat is designed, created, was so that we can not only overcome resistance, but to use it for our advantage. That means when we're hit with resistance, not only are we thinking, okay, I'm going to persevere, I'm going to overcome, but we can get excited. We can say, oh man, this must mean time is coming right now. You know, when we are faced with the promise of God and we're claiming it in the spirit and we get hit with resistance, it's easy to get discouraged. Mm -hmm. It's easy easy to say, oh man, okay, here's another lesson on character. Here's another lesson on perseverance. Here's another lesson on on pushing through. But I think there's a hidden power, a deeper revelation, a higher revelation of the power of
2: resistance. Amen. You
1: know, we're called to harness the opposition right. yeah. we're called to harness the opposition in such a way that it works to our benefit Amen. in such a way that it works to our benefit to get us to where we are going you know in Acts chapter 5 it says that more than ever believers were added to the Lord yeah. multitudes yeah of both men and women were added to the Lord. And not only did they see signs and wonders, but they saw an increase in elevation of signs and wonders. Not only were the people laying hands and getting healed, but just by shadow, people were getting healed. There was such a powerful increase. But do you know what was going on in chapter 4? Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 4, they were faced with resistance. Yeah. Not just from any old folk, but from the top of the top from the people who were highly honored, most respected, Mm -hmm. they were called to face the Sanhedrin and plead a case, and they were getting accused. Mm -hmm. They were being called blasphemous for what they were doing. But when you think about those two chapters, Do we register, do we realize that chapter 5 couldn't have happened without chapter 4? In fact, chapter 4 set it up so that chapter 5 could happen. Not in chapter 10, but in chapter 5. You know, I've learned so much about the power of affirmation. The power of affirmation is incredible. That's something that I actually learned from Pastor Sunny when she taught about AAs. I don't know if you guys all know that, but the power of affirmation and appreciation. When you affirm somebody, and I preached the whole message on it because I was so inspired by it. Mm -hmm. When you affirm somebody, it keeps them walking on water. Mm -hmm. When you affirm somebody in that place, when they step out and you affirm them, it keeps them there. But there's not just power in affirmation. Mm -hmm. There's actually power when people oppose you. Mm You know, when uh, I just came back from a a missions trip to Thailand, and I was in Thailand with a group of 16 other people. It was a big team. Normally, we send teams around 10, 11, 16. And three of those uh, 16 were uh, three members from a church down in Melbourne, Australia, that joined us from that trip. And we had a lot of things that we were thinking, oh man, we're going to have to overcome the large group, we're going to have to overcome the different churches coming together, et cetera, et cetera. But this trip was phenomenal phenomenal and before I uh, left to go on the trip I had received a prophetic word from one one of the sisters of our church and she spoke to me directly and she said on this trip your preaching ministry is going to catapult to a new level it's going to go to a brand new level and I heard that and I said amen I recorded it on my iPhone and I was like I received that I'm I I received that wholeheartedly I'm excited and when, I got to the tr- when we got to Thailand, it was interesting, the response, because actually many of the churches in Thailand are quite conservative. Yeah. And so when they met me, I was the preacher, as was Pastor Marcus. When they met me, they looked at me, and then they looked at Pastor Marcus, and they thought, oh, okay, Pastor Marcus must be the one that's in charge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because
1: one, he's a man. Uh-oh. Two, he graduated seminary. And so they were all oh, clearly he's the authority. Little did they didn't know that he's my spiritual son.
2: <laughs>
1: but they're all oh, Pastor Marcus, oh Pastor Marcus, oh Pastor Marcus, and I'm just sitting there like okay, all right. I don't need you to recognize who I am.
2: I know who I am.
1: But when the speaking engagements all got offered to him and they wanted him to preach, I started getting discouraged. And, and a, a warfare began to happen in my spirit. And I began to think to myself, what's going on? I got this prophetic word that said my preaching ministry is going to be catapulted yeah. to a new level and they won't let me preach. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? And I was just battling and battling, and the devil just started taunting me. You know what? You don't even know how to preach.
2: Oh. You know
1: what? You can't preach because you, don't, you didn't graduate from seminary. So what you have to say is superficial anyway. Wow. Markets actually does have greater authority than you. I mean, I just was left and right, and I'm just sitting there. What is going on? What is going on? Prior to the trip, I was met with a lot of resistance. I won't go into too much detail of that, but I was experiencing an extreme amount of warfare in the church as a leadership. My husband and I were he- going head-on to massive spiritual warfare. And I was directly opposed in that same way on the trip, on the field. So here I am hitting this resistance, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this trip is going to be stolen from me. I'm going I'm to go through this whole 10 days, and I'm not going to be able to preach. I started to just really began to doubt and struggle. But I'm thinking, why would I get this prophetic word? I just don't understand. I don't know what's going on. But a, a holy anger started to rise up inside of me. <laughs> yeah. One night, about three days in, I had, we were able to get some Wi-Fi internet, and so I started um, texting my husband. And I started to tell him a little bit about what was going on. And I was like, I don't know what to do. They won't let me preach. And he's like,
2: what? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> he's like, you can't let anybody intimidate you out of your position. And so I said, yeah, you know what, you're right. I, I texted with um, Pastor Benjamin a little bit as well. And on the bus ride to the next area we were going to, I listened to Breaking Intimidation. Mm-hmm. It's a message you guys, the house received. You know, can I tell you how much I'm set free by the words of my spiritual parents? Amen. And, you know, 90% of those words that set me free aren't actually in conversation. It's through their messages. Yeah. It's through their sermons. Yeah. So I might not have access to call them on the phone at that moment while I'm in Thailand on, on route to, you know, whatever next location, but I do have my iPhone and I have a podcast and I'm able to listen to their messages and I listen to that one message and boom, it set me free.
2: Yeah.
1: And I just realized, okay, Satan's coming against me because I have the greatest authority on yeah. this yeah. trip. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I was thinking about that man that walked up to Pastor Benjamin. I'm going to kill you. I don't know. <laughs> and he said, oh, tatted up. Yeah. And Phoebe just being like, why is it coming to me out of all the people? Yeah. And having that revelation, it's because I have the greatest authority in yeah. this whole man. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, man, it's because I have the greatest Because you know what? The whole team was chilling. Nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. It, I was the one that was getting attacked. Yeah. The warfare was directly going against me. Yeah. It was going against the prophetic word that I received and me as a person. Everything that God has established in 2011, it was going against everything. And so here I am, and I begin to get angry as I'm listening to the word, as I'm hearing my husband's words over me as well. I'm thinking, you know what, devil? I don't think so. I don't think so. You are not going to steal this trip from me. This is not going down like that. And I just began to warfare in the spirit. And the opportunity opened up. I was going to preach. Amen. And when it was time for me to preach, I had spent just all day in the presence of God crying. Mm. Because uh, my husband, he created an iPhone playlist for me of all the prophetic words that we received. Wow. And so what I do is I just listen to it. Yeah. And I just receive it all over again. Wow. You know, I know that the theme of this year for Living Hope is all about stewardship. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're called to steward the prophetic words that we receive. And one way you steward a prophetic word is by listening to it, not just that one time and saying, I receive it, Lord, but over and over and over again and claiming it over your life. Mm. And so I was listening to these prophetic words over myself, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I had received so many prophetic words specifically about my preaching that I didn't remember. And so I just began to look through it, and then I began to claim it. And one of the prophetic words that I had received was, I had a hammer coming out of my mouth. Yeah. It was actually funny because PB, one time he, was, um, he had come to Korea and he was prophesying over Pastor Christian and myself. And he said, Christian, you got the sword coming out of your mouth, a double-edged sword and on and on and on. And he said, but Aaron, you have the hammer. That night we went home, and Christian's like, Why do you get the hammer? Like, I want the hammer. And I was like, I got the hammer. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. We're one. We're one. We're one in the spirit. But I'm the one with the hammer.
2: And so, no, but
1: that word hammer is something that re- repeated over and over again by different people who, who didn't know that I'd received that prophetic word. And so I realized this whole thing was a setup. Yeah. I realized it was a setup. Yeah. And when I began to come into agreement with the Word of God and begin to harness yeah. the opposition in such a way, yeah. not yeah. only was I going ahead, but boom, I, it was like somebody pushed me forward. Wow. It was like someone just catapulted me through yeah. like a slingshot and I was going backwards, backwards. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> and flying forward. Something had happened. Wow. Something had happened. The resistance that I was facing, Mm. I realized, was a setup. Not to slow me down, not to slow me down, but to quicken, Mm. to quicken what God was doing in my life. And so I preached that night, and I preached with power. And I preached on a level like I've never preached before. Man. I preached on a whole new level. I knew it in my spirit. Because even as I preached, I could feel the resistance. Wow. I could feel people just not knowing what to make of this small Asian girl.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: I'm a woman, number one, and they don't see women preaching. Number two, I'm young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when they look at me, it's like, what do you have to possibly say mm-hmm. to me that's going to bless me? And as I'm preaching, there was in the front row two people whispering back and forth. One was a missionary that, was been, that had been there in Thailand for years, and another was an elder, and they were just, th- 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 just back and forth the whole message. Oh but as I was preaching, it didn't matter. <laughs> All I felt in my spirit was a hammer
2: <makes throwing noise> coming out of my mouth and
1: breaking every spirit oh, yeah. of resistance coming oh, yeah. against me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was confident when I left, there was breakthrough.
2: Hallelujah.
1: I was confident in it. And I think to myself, if I I hadn't been, if there wasn't a design of opposition in the beginning of this trip, would I have been that confident? Mm -hmm. Would I have been so strong Mm -hmm. in that moment? Mm -hmm. And I don't think I would have been. Mm -hmm. The resistance that you face Mm -hmm. is not just to develop your character. Mm -hmm. The resistance that you face is not just to teach you about endurance. It is. But it's even greater than that. When you get the revelation of how you were created, the kind of power that you have inside of you, then you can understand whatever resistance comes your way, you can go directly in the opposite direction even faster than the way that it's coming against you. When we get in the face of opposition, we tend to go on the defensive, don't we? And I had a temptation to want to prove myself. Yeah. If I had stepped up on that pulpit thinking, you know what, I'm going to prove to everybody in this room that I'm a preacher. Yeah. And that I have authority and I have anointing. I know that I wouldn't have preached with power. Because yeah. my mind was already fixed in the wrong direction. You know, when, when they were confronted by the Sanhedrin, Peter and John, in the face, they didn't spend the rest of their days trying to convince these leaders yeah. that they had it right. They stood, they said the truth, and they walked away, and they not got on the defensive, they went on the offensive. And it says they just continued to do what God was telling them to do. You know, the key to harnessing resistance to speed you in the direction is to not fight it. It's to not fight the resistance that's coming against you. I know, follow, follow me here. Because it's not your fight to fight. God, he's my vindicator. He fights those battles for me. And those battles don't even have that much plunder anyway. And so I'm not going to go after convincing the one person that thinks I don't have authority to preach. I'm going to go after the whole congregation and advance the kingdom by preaching with authority and anointing, knowing who I am. But we get so distracted by those that are coming against us and we begin to steer our efforts and our strength to begin to fight a fight that's already been won. It's already been won. That fight has already been won. But God is calling us to advance the kingdom. He's calling us to win wars that have mighty plunder. And we need to go in the direction, the set course that God has placed in front of us. There is such power and understanding how we were created. In the sails that we have, in the rudders that we have. You know, the reason why it's possible for a boat to go in the opposite direction is because the power is not two-dimensional. It's not just the wind and the boat. They're able to harness the power from the waters. And so when you begin to get certain rudders deep in the waters, you're able to propel a different kind of strength And we get so caught up on the surface of what's coming against us and letting that blow us away. But there is a depth that we have access to, a depth of strength. The very waters of the Holy Spirit is what we ride on. And therefore, no matter what wind comes our way, we can only go forward. Not only are we going to go forward, but we're going to go forward faster than the opposition coming against us. It's not going to be an arm wrestle. And I think for many of us, the devil has convinced us that that's the way it's supposed to be. That when we hit opposition, it's an arm wrestle. When we hit opposition, it's going to be a long, drawn-out struggle. No. No, as as Dr. Kirby Clemens says, the devil's already a defeated foe. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something else. All throughout Acts, you see this, opposition and multiplication. Opposition, multiplication, opposition, multiplication. When God wants to bring multiplication in your life, he's going to bring opposition. And so when we see opposition, it's not a time to get discouraged, but a time to get encouraged. A time to get excited. A time to know, man, God must be doing something right now. I know we're praying for a multiplication here at Living Hope of salvation. We're believing that people are going to be saved left and right. And not just say the prayer, but we're talking about disciples. We're talking about kingdom changers. That's what we're believing for. That's what we're claiming. You know, New Philly, our, our theme verse, our theme of 2012 is the year of increase. And this is a part discussion, you know, we didn't discuss what we were going to do, yeah. but it's just so obvious that the lineage flows in the same spirit, because yeah, yeah. you can't have increase without stewardship. Yeah. You've got to be faithful with what you have, and God will then trust you yeah, with more. Yeah. And so stewardship is a key to increase, and as we focus on stewardship in this house, increase is natural. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. Yeah. But if increase is going to happen in your life, you've got to understand that opposition is going to come. You You have to understand that. And not only is it going to come, but it's designed to increase you. Come on, just turn to your neighbor and say, opposition will increase you. The truth is, when opposition comes, we're tempted to think, you know what, this is just too hard. I'm going to stop this course.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This path that I'm heading in, it, there's opposition, and this is too tiring. When you arm wrestle, you get tired. Yeah. Your, your energy, everything gets exerted out. You just get so fatigued, and that's when you hear, oh, I'm just, I just need a break. From what, God? <laughs> From what, your, your very source of strength? Yeah. I just need a break. From the course that's been set before you. No, but we are designed not to go on the defensive. Because the moment we go on the defensive is when we get tired. But that is the deception. You don't need to defend. When opposition comes, you go offensive. You go full force. You go in the path that God has already set before you, and you go with your whole heart. You make steps, you take action, you take steps of faith, and you go forward in what God has set before you. You know, it is powerful what God wants to do here in this house. How do I know that? Because you guys faced a whole lot of opposition. In the very promises, even in the prophetic words that have been spoken over this house. Doesn't it always happen? You get a prophetic word and something in the exact opposite would happen like the next day. And you're like, what? I thought restoration for my family was today. And all of a sudden your family's bugging out. Everybody's fighting, wanting to kill each other. And you're thinking, oh man, here's another setback. But you know what? I'm going to stand firm in faith. No. It's not about just standing firm. It's about running forward. It's about running forward. There is such power inside the believer. I used to run track. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: I don't, I don't even enjoy running. You know what it is? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think as an Asian, you're supposed to be a volleyball player. Uh, that's, that's how it was in New York. Or now, thank you to Jeremy Lin, maybe a basketball player. Yeah. That's a standard higher. going to Harvard and to NBA. Thank you, Jeremy, for putting even more pressure on Asian-Americans. But it's OK. I bless him. I bless him. <laughs> and. Track was the only team that was walk-on, so you didn't have to try out. So I tried out for volleyball, and I failed miserably. And I was like, I'm not Asian. I don't know who I am. And so track, I realized, was you don't need to try it. You can just walk on. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk on. I don't know why. I don't know. It was torture. And the hardest thing about track is the day the winds are against you. So when you try to run with the winds against you, it, it's, it is so hard. What normally takes you nine minutes or eight minutes or seven minutes will now take you 15 minutes. Yeah. Like the resistance is so, literally you're just running, like your head is forward, yeah. but you're just not, you're not pushing through. Yeah. And too many of us Christians, we live our lives like that. Yeah where majority of our lives, it's, it's like that same visual. We're just pushing through. How are you today, sister? You know what? I'm persevering. I am persevering. I'm pushing through. I haven't given up. And I just feel like God is saying he wants to bring us into another level, another revelation, where when we hit opposition, it's, oh, I'm speeding through. Oh, it's been, it's been fast. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been quicker than I ever imagined because I know how to harness the attacks of the enemy.
2: You
1: know, one thing that I learned that is so true, and this helps me so much, is that the devil's lies are in direct opposition to what's true. And so when I hear, you are a terrible preacher, I think, I must be a good preacher. (laughs) You know, I was listening to Pastor Benjamin's message, the right hand. Yeah. And I was just thinking, oh, my husband was actually joking, baby, maybe, maybe you're a really hardcore techie and you just don't know about it because yeah. when it comes to me and technology, I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, oh, okay, if that's your weakness, maybe that's my true strength, but I have yet to, to claim that.
2: <laughs> but, you know,
1: some of the things that we're hit with opposition in, yeah. it's our very strength.
2: yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: It's the very thing that God is doing right now. Doing right now. It's your strength. I want you guys to just close your eyes with me. And I just feel like there's so many people that have been fighting the wrong fight. And you feel tired. You feel weary. You feel like that track runner running against the wind and you're moving, you're pushing through, but when you look at how far you've gone, you feel like it hasn't, I didn't move that far yet. And I feel like God wants to bring you to a new place of not just standing firm, not just barely overcoming, but to understand that God is so victorious that even the devil's attacks can be used to establish God's purposes in our lives. God wants to bring multiplication and increase in this house. like there's a a deception that we need to break off, the deception of the struggle, the deception that that it's always going to be such a hard struggle, and God wants to bring you to a place where we're over that. that's you, if you if you feel like you've been facing opposition in the very words that God has spoken over you, the very promises that He said, even maybe a prophetic word that you received, what He's been speaking to you in your quiet time, you heard it, you said it, you claimed it, you said yes and amen, and your circumstances are going completely against it. Completely against it. If that's you, I just want you to just, just stand to your feet for a moment. believe that that God is setting you up can I tell you that can I tell you that, that God is actually setting you up, we think that the devil set us up, but I'm telling you God set you up God set you up and everything that you're facing right now is actually designed to catapult you, everything that you're facing right now is designed to kick you out, to push you out into the water, in the direction God's plans for you. It's unstoppable. We think that we can be stopped, but that is a lie of the devil. It is unstoppable. I want us to all in this room just begin to warfare.
0: And I want you to break down every lie. Every lie that
1: like this word was for you, that there have been opposition coming against you, and not just in the form of other people, but I just see it even in your own voice, the very words that you've been speaking over yourself, that there has been voices that have been saying, you can't do this, that you can't go forward, that you can't overcome this. I just feel like everything that you've been hearing, even what you've been saying over yourself, that you know isn't aligned to the word, the exact opposite is true. (laughs) The exact opposite is true. I feel like God is positioning you in a season of, of speed. I can't explain, but it's an accelerated time that's coming your way. There's an acceleration. It's not just going to be a slow and steady, but I see a fast forward button. I see an acceleration in the spirit for you, an acceleration of maturity, an acceleration of growth, an acceleration of a revelation of who you are, your identity, your sonship. I just see acceleration all over you. And I feel like the lie has been, I'm going too slow. I'm not going fast enough. I'm not going fast enough. This is too slow look, how long will it take for me to change certain things in my life? But I feel like the word is God is setting you up. Uh He is setting you up for acceleration. And God, Lord, I just pray right now, Lord, Father, God, the spirit of acceleration, God, that you are setting your daughter up right now, God, for an acceleration, God, of the spirit, Lord, in her life, God, the very things, Lord, Father, that you're establishing over her, God, in daughterhood, Lord. God, I just pray that over. Lord, and I establish that she's on deep waters. She's on deep waters, God. She's on deep waters, Lord, Father God, and that she's going full forward, Lord. Full force, God, in the spirit, God. Yeah, Lord, I just release that, God, over your daughter. Over your daughter. Yeah, you know, I just feel like God is saying that your fight isn't to defend yourself. Your fight actually isn't even to prove yourself. It's not to prove to others, and it's not to even prove it to yourself. Sometimes you think, you know what, i got to do this. I can show myself that I can do this. And God is saying, you don't even need to fight that fight. That's done. He's already paid the price for all of that. But I feel like the acceleration is because God's going to use you mightily. I feel like there's a calling on your life there's a calling on your life to advance the kingdom. And I feel like the reason why you're feeling this resistance and the reason why God is pulling through acceleration is because you're going to do damage. You're going to do damage for the kingdom. You're going to do damage for the kingdom. And so God, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that no more on the defensive. No more on the defensive, God. No more defending herself, God, in the spirit. But I pray, God, that there will be an offensive side, oh Lord, that will begin to come out, Lord. The warrior In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. If you have someone that's standing around you that was standing up for this prayer, I want you to just join with them. Just begin to join with them. Be one other person, two other people. I feel like right now, you're going to break off what the enemy has been trying to deceive you in by going on the offensive. And I don't want you to pray for yourself right now. I feel like we're done with that. We're done with that. You are victorious. You are more than a conqueror. Done with that, but I want you to pray for your neighbor. And I believe as you begin to warfare on behalf of those around you, you're, you're going to be even more set free, more set on fire. So just begin to warfare for the person next to you. Begin to prophesy over them that God is increasing them, that God is setting them up in the spirit. Come on, just begin to tear down those lies, begin to break it all
0: the very
1: the very promises God it's near it's now and it's near Lord
0: Jesus Jesus yeah God speak that out of the Father God speak that word out of the Father God in the name of Jesus
1: something that Pastor Daniels had shared with me once was if you want to see something in your life, sow it into someone else. If you want to see a financial breakthrough in your life, sow it into someone else. That's how you reap. If you want to see a relational breakthrough, sow into somebody else. And so we're going to sow into Bex right now. Even if you want to, you have the temptation to want to keep praying for yourself, I want you to just sow into her. Before I prophesy, I want you all to begin to pray for her, begin to
0: just pray over her, begin to pray over her right now.
1: like God wants you to know that the devil wouldn't waste his time. He wouldn't waste his time trying to discourage you if there wasn't something inside of you that was true. And I sense that track runner with the wind running against the wind, I feel like that, that's something that you have felt. Where you're pushing and you're working, you feel like you're going so hard, but you're not going so far. And sometimes you even feel like the wind is so strong, it's causing you to go backwards. But I feel like that God is giving you a fresh perspective right now of the truth.
2: And he's beginning to open your eyes to
1: the spirit of what's really going on. And I just feel like all discouragement and all lies of the enemy is beginning to break off right now. Begin to break off of you. And I just feel like there is such gold inside of you. And I just just feel like God just wants me to affirm that. That simple truth, that there is gold inside of you. That there is gold inside of you. That you are not a disposable part of this body. That you are not a part that can be replaced. But you have a significant place. You have a significant place in this house. As a member of this house, you have a significant place. And God wants to establish you back where your identity and your worth is not based on what you do. But it's because of who you are. I see such strength inside of you. I see such power inside of you. I see such destiny inside of you. I see gold inside of you. you. And I feel like one of your greatest ministries is going to be to bestow crowns of beauty instead of ashes. And I see you literally taking crowns and placing on those that other people have thrown rags on. I see you just placing crowns and crowns and crowns. And I feel like that's why the enemy, when he attacks you, he tries to take your crown. That the one thing he goes after is your crown. Because your destiny, your calling is to give out those crowns. So, God, I just thank you, Lord, that the enemy's lies are now being harnessed to catapult vex into a place of acceleration, God. Not in a place of being defensive, but in a place of getting offensive, God. And begin to go after the enemy's plunder, God, Lord, in the spirit. Yeah, Lord, I just thank you, God. Lord, I just establish that inside of her, God, her very worth. I establish her worth in the gold inside of her, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I just pray that. Amen. Amen. Amen.